Big Church Podcast. Hi, everybody. My name is Melissa Scott, and I am the host and co-producer of the Big Church Podcast. And today I have a very special interview. I want to introduce to you this mother-son duo, Mindy Watson and Kagan Wesley. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Melissa. We're so excited to get to hear a little bit more about the two of you today. So you both are pastors here at Big Church, right? Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay, so tell the people what you guys do. You go first, Mom. Okay, well, my husband and I are the lead pastors, and I also run our internship program and the IMC Revival. Yeah, so I'm a leader here at the church. Actually, my mom's giving me a look. I'm a pastor here at the church, and I lead uh, Refuge, which is our late (laughs) high school, college age ministry. Yeah, and you guys will hear another podcast from these two separately, more about the ministries later. But today, we wanted to interview you guys because we have Mother's Day coming up on us, and we're so excited. And I thought it would be so special for everybody to hear about you two and just the whole dynamic of you guys working together. So there's no denying that you guys have a charisma about you that... um, it's contagious and everybody is kind of drawn to it. But do you guys see the similarities in yourselves when it comes to ministry? Well, I see that he's an awful lot like me, but he doesn't see that. No, I can I can agree with that, but I think okay. that uh, she's a lot like me. I think she steals oh, all my things okay. and adds it to her. So I think that that's what's really going on here. Or maybe great minds think alike. That's a great idea too. We can win with that one. Yeah. Well, I think it's really cool that you both can play off of each other. You know, like you both are very creative. You come up with creative ideas and it's great to be able to work together and play off of each other. So tell everybody who is not familiar with your story. How did you guys come to this place where you're working together in ministry? How we got working together is I was traveling with Eddie James Ministries and they started a ministry here in Louisville Mm -hmm. while I was on the road. I quickly left the road to come and help out and, um, um, yeah, we just started doing ministry together. Wow, is that easy? Well, it sounds easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's that simple. <laughs> you just yeah. came off the road and started working and helping, right? Well, they needed a lot of help, yeah, because they started Refuge, and there was, what, 300 students that were um, getting touched by God, and there was, like, what, four leaders? So I was like, I'm going to come help and I had already kind of been around that circle of stuff and so I kind of knew what an altar call looked like what a worship server looked like and they did too but um just came to help whatever I could do yeah for those who don't know Mindy tell them a little bit about how that all started you guys God laid it on your heart to start a church you and Rich and we'll hear more from you guys again in a separate podcast but tell everybody how that all kind of started you started it for just a church for people right right we started it for adults And then one of our friends, Donnie, was in town uh, from South Carolina. And as we were telling him the vision, he threw his hands up in the air and he said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I see thousands of teenagers around you. And we looked at each other like, oh, bless his heart. And we just kept (laughs) trucking along with what we wanted to do, not what God wanted to do. And um, you remember you were there the first night. We had about 35 people show up. Yeah. Uh, adults, the very next week, it was you and TJ, Rich and I, and our kids. Yep. And we were like, uh-oh, did we miss God? Mm-hmm. What is this? And then ended up just praying and um, 
doing what you do with young people and that's getting on their social medias and it grew in five weeks to 150 kids and then continued to grow and grow and grow. Yeah, that's crazy. And so uh, with that growth, you needed Kagan's help and he had a lot of experience in ministry. So that's how you guys started working together. So Mindy, tell us what it's like working with your son. Well, he is dynamic. And he's creative and he's innovative and he is just amazing in every way. Just an incredible speaker. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some days it's really hard to separate. Wait a minute. I'm talking to you as your mom right now. I'm not talking to you as your pastor or your boss. And that's been hard to like go, okay, I have to put on my mom hat right now. Okay. Or I'm putting on my boss hat. Mm -hmm. And we might have a different relationship as mom and son. But when it comes to work days, I'm boss. Yeah. yeah. And so that's been hard, I think, for both of us. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. I feel like the boss hat has never came off when I came out of the womb. It's been there all day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, kidding. But no, it is kind of difficult because it's kind of because there's a different there's a different level of respect for a boss and a different lo- level of respect for a mom. And also, like sometimes I don't want to come and do family outings because I'm with my mom and boss all the, all time. the time or you know what I mean True, so it yeah. just is like we're around each other a lot so we do have to build a little bit of a healthy barrier so we don't get burnt out on each other or That's uh, speak for yourself okay well I, for me for me really because I because <laughs> if you know my tone changes or if I'm like okay I've seen you a lot love you gotta go you know what I mean uh, that just I have to be aware of that and then she's like, well, you never see me. I'm like, mom, I see you like for two services on Sunday. And if there's mm-hmm. a refuge service, that makes it three. And then at staff and at prayer. And so, um, but that's Pastor Mindy and not Mom Mindy. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to learn that. And she tries to remind me to learn that as well. And I'm learning not to be so mommy to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is 20-something. And... Uh, I want to still pet him and hug him and kiss him. Oh, come give me a hug. And he's like, please, I'm with you all the time. Yeah. Does that ever go away? I mean, I my kids are 16, and I like I feel the same lovey-dovey that I felt when they were really little. So I don't know if it ever goes away. Well, he's 20-something and the oldest, and I still want to just pinch his cheeks and hug yeah. on him and come sit on my lap. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 We're not like that. <laughs> no, I think anybody who has adult children and, you know, if you're a parent to an adult or you're an adult child and your parents are in your life, it, that's a hard balance to find anyway. Do you guys have any advice towards that? Because I know my kids are like getting up to that age too. And even now at 16, they're starting to form who they are, which I'm proud of and thankful for. But also I have to learn to pull back in some areas and allow them to think on their own and, you know, find their own relationship with God and create their own relationships outside of the control that I have. Right. Yeah. And I think I would say on that, it's it's about a lot of small talks so that you don't have big blow up talks. Mm, that's Because wise. mom, we've not had a big blow up talk re- for a while. It's right. been a long while. Yeah. So um, just how like long? when something, I don't know how like long. Like six to eight weeks. No, you didn't blow up eight weeks ago. No, you did. Oh. <laughs> and there you have it. Big church podcast. <laughs> 
love it though. I love it. I think it's, I mean, you know, because people need to see you guys are real. Like, yes. I mean, like yeah. you're real people. It's just a real relationship, mom yeah. and son. So, so it's been about six to eight weeks. I, yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah. I guess when I asked for mm-hmm. forgiveness, Jesus just cast it away. Okay. As far as so spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that that's kind of uh, how we want it anyway. But that's good advice, though, to yeah. take it from a big blow up to little small conversations where you're communicating. And from my point of view, like I have had to learn um, to really understand that he's an adult now. And that even though boss and, and and pastor here, I can't be bossing in his life right. anymore. He's 20-something. I can't be the one to say, well, you shouldn't be doing this, and why are you doing that? No, he's an adult. He gets to make his own decisions. That's so hard. And even as a mom, you know, separate from boss or pastor, but even as a mom to an adult, you can't, there comes a time where you can't do that or they're just going to resent you and not want, not even want to be around you. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you want to say something to that, Kagan? No, I think okay. we're good. Okay. So do you guys disagree a lot about ministry? I don't think that we mm-hmm. do. We're both pretty creative. Uh, we're both headstrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we both have good ideas, right? <laughs> and a lot of times, you know, the good thing is he has submitted when I'm like, no, uh, we can't do it that way. And then like a couple months down the road, six months down the road, I'm like, well, we need to do this. He said, I said to do that six months ago. And I'm ah. like, you're so right. Like ahead of the um, game, yeah. Like our new store I just, he came to me, he said, here's the idea. And I was like, okay, my nose is out of it. It's yours. And he killed it. Yes, it looks so good in there. And so when it comes to like ministry things, like mm-hmm. Pastor Rich, Pastor Mom, is the, <laughs> uh, they're like the mom and the dad of the ministry. So like kind of, they run the rules of the house. Mm-hmm. I'm just that kind of cooler older brother that comes in, brings culture, cool ideas, diversity. And um, I mean, a cool older brother can't run the house. They first have to talk to the head of the house. Gotcha. But um, what's cool is that there's a dynamic where they respect my ideas. I respect theirs. And I'll respectfully say that's a bad idea and vice versa. So yeah. um, so I think that it, what it's, it's cool because it, it pulls older generation, younger generation, meshing and marrying yes, those together. Um, and so like she thinks of liabilities and you know, how adult would see that. And I think of let's have a crazy time and do something off the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's more like Light I've got... Lighting on a... Oh no, what was that thing? <laughs> Zipline. A zipline, yeah. Yeah. But with that perfect example, Big Church, if you don't know, podcast that uh, I wanted to do a zipline in on the stage. We have low ceilings. They mm-hmm. said, uh, that's not going to happen. I said, <laughs> okay, are you telling me no? Or are you, you telling me yes, if you can make it possible. And they said, if you can do it, do it. So it just is like that compromise of that's an incredible idea, but can you pull it off? And then if I can pull it off often, um, in a you know. safe way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can do it. Well, for those who don't know, you did zip line into the sanctuary. Yes, ma'am. I did. <laughs> you made it happen. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Scott Vincent. Yes. Yeah, the best. Awesome. Okay. So Mindy, tell us what Kagan was like as a kid. Cute. Cute. Very cute. <laughs> Still is. Can you we tell all... I kind of love him? Oh, just Aww. a little bit. Kind of a little bit. Aww. Aww. We always think our kids are cute. Like, I think all mine are cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was kind of cute. And he's still kind of cute. <laughs> but he was 
a lot like he is as an adult now. Crazy, fun, little stubborn, lot stubborn, little rebellious, just uh, all around a really good kid. Mm-hmm. And didn't you say, I've heard you say that he was very creative as a kid as, as well. Always. Yeah. Um, okay, so Kagan, what was your mom like growing up? Um, my mom, I remember being a boss, like a pink Cadillac driving Mary Kay yes. director, diamonds on her finger, yes. selling people's skincare left and right, okay. picking me up in her pink Cadillac. Those were my favorite days at mm-hmm. school, um, showing her off, Aww. but just, just leading and like, she'd do these skincare parties and she'd lead all these ladies right into the pit of purchasing that skincare, which a lot of ladies probably are thanking you because of that today. Um, but anyway, just a leader, and mm-hmm. it's trickled into uh, the church community and what we're doing here. I think that uh, that's just who she is. She, John Wesley said that he sets himself on fire so that others come and watch him burn. Mm-hmm. She's one of those people that just have, is on fire and has set herself on fire, and people like to watch her. You know what I mean? And so yeah, watch good. her leadership skills, watch her compassion, um, and her compassion that goes beyond just being kind and sweet, but also strict and stern and correcting people so they can be the best thing that they can be. Our favorite word is confrontation, but it cause, <laughs> That sounds so bad. Yeah, but because it um, kind of chips away the coal and brings out the gold in people. That's and so, so good. That's kind of how, how she was then with us boys and how she is now with big church, honestly. So she was a pretty stern mom. Yeah, that's good but to we know. got away with some things <laughs> because you, they snuck. Uh, but do you know about those times now? Like I, I do now. You do now. <laughs> like I always wonder. I know my kids like go and have things to themselves, which is healthy. It's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But I always think, am I going to be the adult that finds out like all this crazy stuff my kids do? You will. Yeah. We all do. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So uh, this is off the cuff, but I just wanted to ask, did you guys have any idea that one day you'd be in ministry together? Did you ever picture yourselves working in ministry together? Never. And I didn't see myself working in ministry at all. So um, together, absolutely not. By myself, absolutely not. Yeah. So, Kagan, what did you want to be when you grew up? Like as a teenager, as a young kid, what were your thoughts of, I want to be this or that when I grow up? Well, I mean, the the regular TV person, you know, some movie star or something. But yeah. uh, but then I always wanted to do business. I've always I've had I've always had. A, and I think because of my mom and even my father, um, always having a little bit of a business mind. And so mm-hmm. um, something along those lines. Like an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that in you. Do you agree with that, Mindy? Like, is that what you saw him? Like, this is what I want to do when yes. I grow up? Yes. And everything that he's ever done, including all the things that he does now above and beyond ministry, he's a boss. Yeah. I mean, I got to be with him last night at Blue Halo, and I was just like, he was made to be with people. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and to lead people and to have fun. That charisma that you talked yes. about follows him everywhere he goes. I believe that it was a God-given gift. He didn't do anything to develop it. God gave it to him, and then he's worked with it since then. Yeah, if anybody's been around the ministry for very long, they see it. They'll they'll know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I think I need you on speed dial for your creative mind. So now now I'm like, okay, Kagan, I need to, I need to talk to you about a few things. I, I need your right. ideas. <laughs> okay, so then we're gonna have fun. What is the most embarrassing thing that Kagan ever did to you? Or that embarrassed you? 
So um, I potty trained all of my boys in the summer outside so that they could water the bushes. Okay, yeah, that's That's an easy way to potty train, yeah. And it worked like a charm because they thought that was fun. Yeah. So one day we were downtown Corden, Indiana, historic place. Um, He had to go to the bathroom, so he pulled down his pants and right there on the trash can (laughs) in the middle of downtown Main Street, Gordon, he decided to go to the bathroom. That was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like explaining it away to everybody. Well, I potty trained them outside. Yeah, Crazy. Trying, trying to explain away why your why your son is using yeah. the bathroom right in mm-hmm. the middle of mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So, Kagan, I have that same question for you. What's the most embarrassing thing that your mom ever did to you growing up? Okay. I don't know if this is like a time I was embarrassed or okay. proud, but. <laughs> I was at a soccer game and I think that I had gotten a couple flags or something and they took me out of the game and I guess one of the moms, I don't remember exactly, but one of the moms smarted off. My papaw starts yelling. Then my mom gets in it. And she, I think the quote of, good thing I'm wearing a red shirt today because I'm not afraid to bust you in the mouth or something like that. <laughs> that was BC, BC. Yeah, before, before Christ. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I don't know if that was embarrassing or kind of a, one of those like pat on the back. A little bit of Thanks, both. mom. Yeah. Yeah. I, like from a child's perspective, I always wonder because I'm like mama bear too and like I would, you know take on hell with a water pistol as you say Mindy for my children and like sometimes I wonder does that embarrass them or are they secretly like I'm glad I have my mom like she'll I know she'll fight for me Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. kind of that feeling that's cool okay so Mindy what is your fondest memory with Kagan I think that it was um before he left to go into the ministry Mm um I was the only one that supported him that he was going to quit before quit school before his senior year and to just leave his life behind and go pursue what God had for him. And although it was scary, I knew that that was the right move. I had finally come to Christ fully, given my whole life to him. And I knew that there was something about him going on the road that was going to change his life forever. And absolutely, that's what happened. It's wow. It's been amazing watching him. So just the memory of, of how that played out and then seeing him successful in ministry is just like, a, it's kind of a, it, it all came to fruition. Yeah. yeah. And the, the day I remember driving him to Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. and having to just leave him and not know the next time I was going to get to speak to him. The next time that I was going to get to see him. And it was just, it was such a bittersweet yeah. moment, but something that I'll never forget. Oh, I love that. Okay, so Kagan, what about you? What is the fondest memory that you have with your mom? Mine would probably be, so my mom used to be a teacher, a public school teacher. And so uh, she's an incredible like storyteller. Like she can read a children's book like nobody's business. Okay, and we so, don't know this about you. Yeah, she, she needs to do that Edward the Emu message. It's mm-hmm. so good. Okay. But anyway, probably uh, her reading storybooks. And I know that, sound, that sounds like generic and everyone does that, but I think that was my, one of my favorite things. The one that had the goldfish that was like, or the fish that was shiny on the front, Edward the Emu. And then, oh, we've got that song, My Love is Coming Through the Window. So kind of more of those like children, oh, cute kid yeah. things. That's uh, probably my favorite memory. Some good memories. Oh, I love that. So sweet. What values or morals do you think that your mom instilled in you that you can still see today 
working in your life? That there's still values and morals and even standards that you live by today. I think me having an entrepreneurial mind came mm-hmm. from her. Okay. Um, whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it, if you've got to work, drop it and work. Um, and so, I mean, she did business and did business well. So I, I learned that and that whatever you do, do 110% with everything that you have. Don't do it half-hearted. And that's how she taught me and that's how she is. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just being kind to people and um, and being different than everyone else that's around you in a good way. Yeah, yeah, and I see that too. That's amazing. Well, this has been fun. In the spirit of Mother's Day, I thought it would be great to interview you too. Kagan, is there anything that you'd like to say to your mom on Mother's Day? Um, It's been really cool to see her not just be a mom to me, but to be a mom to several hundred young people. And then now with She Conference, just catapulting and um, being like a mom of moms, like God's the king of kings, you're like the mom of moms, you know what I mean? And like leading women and powerfully leading women, not to be competitive, but to support one another, to not be catty, but to connect with one another. And um, so just to see her really rise up to the leadership position that she's in is really amazing to watch from a son's perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's really cool. Yeah. You know what I think's cool about that? What? Where a lot of kids would be jealous that their mom was yeah. pouring out to everybody else that that's something that he likes to see. And that touches my heart. Oh, and y'all can't see her, but she's in tears. So yeah, I think that's special because you are one of the few people that would know what that love feels like. And to mm-hmm. be able to see that love poured on so many other people. And the thing is, it doesn't run out. Like, you don't love all these other people and not have enough for your son. So that's so super cool. So, Kagan, as the kid, as the son, what would you like to say to the moms out there that are listening to this podcast? I think that girls run the world. Yeah. Uh, obviously, <laughs> we would not all be here if it was not for women. Um, and they're, they're, they're just, you guys are, like, so strong and incredible and amazing. You're rock stars. And so just to the moms out there, uh, just to encourage them that like staying at home and being a mom is a powerful job. Uh, yes, you know what I mean? Uh, a lot of kids run to their moms first, which says something powerfully. Yeah. And so uh, just your kids are all, always watching you and they're always learning from you and looking up to you. And so you're doing an amazing job. Often you're probably doing a better job than you think you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, just, I don't know, I just want to encourage people out there because there's single moms out there. There's moms that have been left by men. There are moms out there that, you know, have maybe the cookie cutter life and perfect life, but they're behind these big house walls and their heart is hurting, you know, just keep going, keep doing it. Um, Today's a good day. Tomorrow will be a better one. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're always here for you. My mom's actually sharing this Sunday a message about RISPA and how though things around her seem dead, she still stood in the gap for Mm -hmm. her kids, for her family, for her life and her legacy. And she fought off the enemy. And so I just appreciate every mom that prays and that gives to ministries like this so we can continue to reach young people. And Mm -hmm. um, just for those that stand in gaps that a guy wouldn't or some average girl wouldn't because it takes a powerful woman to be a mom. So we love you, mothers. You're amazing. Yay, that's great. Mindy, is there anything you'd like to say to the moms? I have tons to say to moms. But this Sunday, I would like to invite you out for an encouraging message to every mom. I'd love to see you this Sunday. Yes, we'd love to have all the moms in the house. All right. Plus, we got some pretty good gifts for you. Oh, 
I cannot wait. So it's great to have you guys. I love you guys being vulnerable and open and talking about the fun stuff and the ministry stuff. So thank you both for sitting down with me and taking the time to let people get to know you better. Thank you so much, Melissa. I love you, Kagan. We hope you enjoyed this message on the My Big Church podcast. We thank everyone who has given to support this ministry. To find out more about how to support financially or more about Big Church, you may visit our website, mybigchurch.com. If you live in the Louisville, Kentucky area and don't have a church home, we would love to have you as our guest at Big Church. We are located at 7209 Faganbush Lane in Louisville, and we have worship services at 945 and 1130 every Sunday. Thank you again for listening to the My Big Church podcast.